0: family from the heart podcast, episode number 97. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the family from the heart podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
1: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
0: I totally almost said the help I got a max I
1: know, I was like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Help,
0: I got a family.
1: (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) No doubt. Help, (laughs) they've been home for three days. Help,
0: we've got cabin fever. (laughs) They're Uh, at school. They're at school. Did
1: Did you see my Twitter message this morning?
0: Hold on, let the music go out. All right. What was your Twitter message this morning? I
1: said, I just did a really cool thing. Would I do- took my kids to school. <laughs>
0: that is awesome. That is fun stuff. So, so Stephanie, we have lots of things that we have prepared here for us to discuss this I don't week. I don't even lie. I know. But uh, there are a lot of things to talk about because you there know are. we have uh, lots of things that have been going on uh, since the last time we recorded. We went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, I've been stuck in the house since <laughs> Sunday night. So how have a lot of things been going on for me?
0: Well, here, um, here's a couple things. Number one, uh, we've been snowed in. So we can talk yes. about cabin fever and, okay. and stuff like that. We can talk about uh, the fact that we went as a family and had the worst movie going experience ever. Right. Uh, not necessarily just because of the movie, although the writer or the people who produced the movie actually did contribute to it. But <laughs> uh, we can talk about that. Okay. Uh, We can talk about the fact that... Did you just become the mayor of Kroger today?
1: I don't know. Did I? I don't don't think
0: so. Eric Fisher said he thought you you did. No, I I haven't been
1: to Kroger today.
0: Okay, so I'm still the mayor. I think so. But
1: you are about to lose your hold on gspn.tv headquarters.
0: Did you check in again?
1: I check in every time I pull in the driveway.
0: Oh, no. So
1: here's the problem. I'm
0: going to be ousted.
1: Here's the thing is that... So I'm going... Like, when I take the kids... I'm not going to check in there because...
0: That's yeah, something to, that yeah. I don't
1: want yeah. public knowledge. Well, when I take McKenna to school, I'm not going to check in there because, again, that's something that I don't want. But those are the things that I'm doing.
0: Uh-huh. And then I
1: always come back. So when I come back, I'm just, so people are going to think that I'm just like sitting on the couch, just checking in upstairs.
0: No, because. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I see what you're <laughs> because saying. Because
1: there's nothing. I'm always just checking in here. Does that make sense? Yeah, to that, you now? that makes sense. OK, but so I'm sending Twitter message that says, OK, I'm taking the kids right, to school yeah and then I check in when I get back, and so, then I'm taking McKenna to school as a Twitter message, and then I check in when I get back. Yeah. So to force, if you're only looking at Foursquare, which it would nobody look like, does that, it would look well, like I'm only do. checking in from here.
0: Yeah.
1: But I'm not.
0: That's cool. So so Stephanie, here here's the deal, and I think this is going to be so huge. you're
1: totally going to lose the standing as mayor.
0: I know. So so here's the situation. This is this is going to be the most awesome episode of family from the heart for me okay well that's not true but this is going to be the most awesome because i'm going to have you i'm going to have you explain what foursquare is
1: i have no idea
0: (laughs) oh man no no seriously foursquare
1: is this little application that cliff put on my iphone and told me to check in when i go places i mean but, I don't know.
0: Okay, so so okay, so that that's not. I mean that in a, in a nutshell, that's kind of how it went down. Exactly. But that's not exactly the truth. You you do know what I did, You don't. You are not just blindly going at this without knowing what this application <laughs> does.
1: I know that it allows you to check in places that you go, and you can like become mayor and well, a local. I am a local here now um, for GSP and headquarters, and which is kind of funny, and um that I'm a local <laughs> anyway. And and I really don't know, I mean, other than keeping track of people, I really don't know. Okay. Well, I I'm not making that up. I'm not lying. I'm not playing no, that's stupid. That's
0: cool. That's cool. Um All right. Well, f- so I'll I'll try to explain. Okay. Then is basically it is an application that allows you to share with your friends Uh, certain information about places that you go and visit and and stuff like that. And there are a couple different incentives for you to want to be involved in this. Uh, one is that, and, and it's one that I'm really not particularly interested in just because I have no way that I could possibly quote unquote beat anybody, uh, with my stats. But they, they, every Monday they reset these points that you get, Right. And it allows you to, every time you check in or if you do certain things, you get points. And so there's a leaderboard of you and all the friends that you're connected okay. with. Okay. And, of course, D.G. Hollings is always just going to be at the top. I, Actually, I can,
1: he wasn't at the top of mine.
0: Oh, really? Like, if
1: I go, um, I'm not in there right now because I want to share something else. But if I go to, to my friends, he wasn't at the top uh-huh. the other day. Well, even even yesterday.
0: Wow. D.G. So. So anyway, so so there's this and and as you go to places and and you leave comments and shout outs and all this stuff, you accumulate points and okay. badges and, and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. But but the be, the thing that's most important, we've said it a couple of times, this thing called becoming the mayor. Okay. And I would have never got on Foursquare if it weren't for the fact that some folks created a Foursquare location called gspn.tv World Headquarters. Right. Which, by the way, is not our real address of our right. home. Just
1: so people know, it's not. I mean, if and if you look at the address, they... You know, you would know it, it's pretty.
0: And if you look at the address, if you go to foursquare.com and look up gspn.tv, I'm not, I'm pretty sure it should show up in, right. a, in a search there. And if you, if you happen to look it up, check out the address. And for those of you who watch Lost, it's, it's kind of funny. It
1: is kind of funny.
0: So anyway, um, but yeah, it, it allows you to, um, check in at all these places mm-hmm. and what's cool. And I think what really hooked you is when I told you that you could quote unquote become the mayor of Kroger. I could
1: become the mayor of Kroger because... <laughs> I, I was at Kroger last night.
0: Yes. And
1: um I ran into an old acquaintance of ours. Yes. Whom I've seen at Kroger like the last four times I've been there. Yeah. Which is saying something since until yesterday I had been in the house for five days. <laughs> yeah. And um and so I, I was I was grabbing my stuff and he's like, I always run into you here, which I love when people say that because (laughs) I always run into you here as if I'm always there. But hello, if you always run into me here, you're always here, too. Right. Okay. And anyway, so I told him, I said, I said, yeah, I sleep on the couches down there. Didn't you know that? I I, I like live here now. And um, well, they
0: got beds, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have... Well, the beds are short because they're display.
0: Yeah, so but you if you really, lay sideways, yeah, you're you could, good to Yeah, I can lay
1: sideways. But the couch is really nice and comfortable. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, um, it, it, was just, it was just really funny. And I'm like, I am always there. Always. Yeah. And so that would be fun to become the mayor of Kroger
0: and and what's neat is now of course when you sign of course
1: it, now I have like a personal vendetta against you to become the mayor of GSPN and, and
0: see now that's, the fun, that's where the fun comes in right so so when you when you checked in at Kroger what did it say welcome you know we've got yeah. you checked in yeah. and by the way Cliff Ravenscraft is the mayor yes or Cliff in. R is yes. the mayor and so that it's it's a great way to ju- I mean it'll promote you know our brand and who we are and stuff like that and get our name in the community of any other geeks in the area. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 a good thing for us. Now uh, we're not gonna th- we're not gonna turn this into an episode of social media right, no, serenity. No, uh, not at all. But just, I do
1: have something. I go do, ahead.
0: I just want to say that Eric Fisher and I just finished recording episode number twenty nine.
1: Right, I know that of
0: social media serenity. And it is titled Foursquare. Right. It is a plus member only episode. I knew you guys
1: were going to talk about it because here's the thing. So yeah. um, I don't know. I guess it was after I it was after I checked in here the first time this morning. Um, our friend Beth says on Twitter, when you check in, aren't you worried about security? Like when you when you go and check in at Kroker, um, then people know you're not home. Uh, Eric Fisher responded, um, "This is what we're talking about um, this morning on social media." So said, "That's how I knew you were going to talk about it." Yeah. And then he says, "Besides, Cliff is home." Yep. <laughs> to which Beth responds, "I love Cliff and all, but I don't honestly see him as a fighter." Laugh out loud.
0: That's funny. And,
1: and so that's funny. But you know what? After, yeah. But
0: what do you think about my Smith and Wesson? That's what that's I was going to the- say.
1: My, my <laughs> so after I thought about it, I'm like, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. But I'm not so sure that I would mind people knowing that I'm not home, but maybe that people always knowing that I am home, like uh-huh. that would worry me a little bit more. And then my second thought was, well, well, we're Republicans. <laughs> we what? got the guns in the garage. Oh,
0: that's funny. <laughs> we're Republican. We got guns we in got the We got guns in the
1: garage. No. um,
0: That is hilarious, Stephanie. It
1: was. It, it was. That's how my mind works. It's a scary place, which in a minute, um, like you said what are we going to talk about today? And I said, I have something and I was running around collecting all these books to talk about. And I'm thinking, okay, I've got a lot of things to share from a lot of different places. Good. And it all comes together and it makes sense in my head. Uh huh. And if it doesn't make sense to everyone else, then I know that God speaks to me in the language of Stephanie.
0: There you go. And, that, and you know what? <laughs> it only makes and, sense and to And between me. you and God, that's all that matters.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to attempt to share <laughs> But I can't promise that it will make sense to anyone but myself.
0: Well, well one last note about, uh, and yes. I just want to say this about um, episode 29 of Social Media Serenity. It is a plus member only episode. So only plus members have access to it. But as a special for those who are listening to this episode of Family from the Heart I will tell you that if you email me feedback at tv, if you are not a plus member, I will gladly email you back and reply with a link to episode 29 where you can download that episode individually cool. for free. So yes. and uh, so just email me feedback at gspn.tv and just request episode number 29, because, by the way, we really talked a lot about privacy concerns there okay, and and stuff like that. But yeah. you you know that when you're checking in, you're telling People on Facebook and Twitter, yeah, where you're at, yes. location, Which, but everything. But you know what?
1: That's something that I do. That's something that I always did anyway. Yep. Only now I'm offering the address. Right. You know, when I would send Twitter messages, I'm, you know, I'm on my way to Target. I, I'm, I'm going here. I'm doing this. That's something that I do anyway. Now I'm just offering up the address. Right. Chances are I'm not going to be there long enough for anybody to get there and find me. Right. <laughs> but
0: exactly yeah. and the thing is is you're offering up the address but you're deciding when to do it when not to do it it's not like your phone is all of a sudden just giving a gps trail of everywhere you go right there and you even you've even said yourself you know I, I i i send out twitter messages i don't check in at the school where my i drop main them cons-
1: Right. my main concern is to keep th- my kids privacy mm-hmm. private right um Obviously, when we made the decision to start more than just the Lost podcast, we made the decision to open ourselves up publicly. Right. And um, and so I'm, I'm OK with that.
0: Yeah. And, I'm OK with that. And Jonathan's in our in our chat room. He says you guys are a minority of people. Most people don't offer up that kind of info. And I yeah. agree. But I think that I think that Twitter has become. I, well, I will say Twitter is is, is mainstream these right. days. Facebook definitely mainstream these right. days. And I'm going to, I will have to argue and say that I think more and more people are giving up that information with I, status updates to Facebook and and stuff like that. Okay. I, th- I think it's, I think it's becoming more mainstream, okay. but, but, but agreed. Check out episode 29 of social media serenity. So Stephanie.
1: So email you for a link.
0: Email right. me for a link. Feedback at gspn.tv. Yes. And remind Clifford. me it's episode 29. You have to tell me that because otherwise. Or four square. Or four square.
1: Which is the title of the episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, what?
0: What do you what, what did you want to share?
1: Oh, I was just going to share some of the ramblings that are going on in my head. Awesome. And how I'm trying to piece it all together. Cool. And fill in the holes.
0: Excellent. So, so I, I see that you have a book. So I have lots of books. So You have lots of books. <laughs> so we're uh, let me go to Mardell.com. And by the way, I just want to okay. say right here, this entire episode, this entire podcast, always sponsored by Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. I'm going to give you links today for you to pull up any of these books that stephanie has that's available on mardell and quick and easy links that you can pull up and uh, you can purchase them from mardell.com and you get 10 percent off and it's also a great way to support gspn as well because when you buy from mardell using promo code gspn in the shopping cart you get 10 percent off but it also says to them hey we're we listen to the family from the heart podcast we buy from you when we could buy from any other places right we buy from you because of that. Thank you. Absolutely. And they renew their contracts. And I like that.
1: They do. So I'm going to tell you that like the ramblings inside my head um, never stop. So okay. there is no there is no um, specific start to it. Okay. But I did have an amazing moment. Um, I had an amazing moment of clarity and worship that I talked about on Stephanie Unplugged. Which believe it or not was while I was cleaning my kitchen floor. Right. And um that was about two, almost three weeks ago, I guess. Okay. So um so that so that happened three weeks ago. First oh, okay. book is um yeah, the first book is Crazy Love. Um, okay. last night was our book club and we've been reading the book Crazy Love. Last night we talked about chapter three, which is titled Crazy Love, is it not?
0: It is titled okay. Crazy Love. Okay. Chapter three.
1: And so we watched the little, we have the video that goes with it. We watched the little video clip. And at the end, it asked the question, if you could share a time when you got it. You know, when... when um,
0: got what?
1: Exactly. <laughs> it, when, when you understood the... the I can't even put it into words anymore. The unconditional,
0: overwhelming love that God has for you. Absolutely. That he desires you more than you ever have desired the love of your children.
1: Yes. Okay. And so have, can you describe a moment where you've got it? And I said that in my life, I think there are several of those minutes, moments, because I'm always learning something more and um, I'm always finding out, New mysteries. I mean, this is a journey. This is not something that I'm going to have completed in a day or a week or a year, you know, or even 10 years. This is a journey that I'm on and I'm always going to be learning something, or at least I would hope that I'm always learning something. And, um... And so that was, that started last night. Mm -hmm. Okay. This morning I wake up and, um, I did my devotion
0: real quick. Just want to say the book, crazy love. Yes. Go to gspn.tv slash crazy love. All one word. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Um,
1: and so this morning the title of my, um, devotion was called ugly Americans and the, the author is talking about, um, I, I did get this from Mardell, so okay. I know that you'll find it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, the, the author is talking about um, a trip she took to Italy with her daughter and how there have been several moments where, um, on that trip where she was ashamed of other Americans and their behavior and how it are it, it's those standout people that give us as, as, as a nation a bad name as being disrespectful and, you know, the list goes on and on. And... So here is um, the part that I'm going to read. Okay. Okay. My point is this. When am I an ugly American? Moreover, when am I an ugly Christian? When do I embarrass God and make him wince? I want him to glow with pride, point down at me and whisper to St. Peter, that's my girl. I want to reflect his light with peace and joy in my eyes to all I meet. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's my devotion. Well, there's a snippet of it. Here's what I write in my journal this morning because right. this is truly what is happening in in my heart. I mean, it doesn't get any it doesn't get any more real than than I have never read my journal on a podcast before.
0: No you have so, like, not. This, this is a is first. Like,
1: this is like a big deal for me hold, and hold it's kind of scary. Hold on. I don't want music. Just let me do <laughs> Now you're turning it into something that it's not. Okay. Um, Just kidding. All right. Father, after nearly a month of not writing in this journal, I still feel close to you. But at the same time, I still screw up. How can I pay so little attention to the one I claim is my center? During my recent workout video, we work on our core. But yet somehow I am still weak and it has nothing to do with my stomach muscles. I still yell at my son. Parts of my life are in serious trouble and I spent three days in the living room chair or on the couch doing nothing. Why can't I I get it right? Why do I feel like I'm an ugly Christian? Hmm. Sorry, I lost my place. (laughs) Okay, that's wrong. Why do I still behave like an ugly Christian? Is there a change in me? Am I possible of change? Reading between Sundays was a great reminder that it really is about how I live Monday through Saturday. Lord, I don't want to keep falling short or missing the mark. Sometimes I feel like I don't know how to study the Word without this book as a guide. Is that okay? Hmm. Sorry. Don't be. Okay. Some of it I don't wish to share. Okay. I'm keeping that personal. Um, Father, please fill in my holes. Be strong where I am weak. I want to be full of you, focused on you, even when I am focused on my work. Okay. Obviously, my work being my family, my house cleaning, my running, the costume I have to sew for my daughter's thing, which is a whole nother story. Nice. (laughs) So this morning... Um, as I was taking the kids to school and, um, as I was straightening my hair and getting ready, I turned on, um, Toby Mac CD. It, it is the CD of a live concert, alive and transported. And, um,
0: you want to pull up the song?
1: It, it's a collection of, I mean, oh, okay. it's, it's not just one, but I can pull up the one. All right. Hand me the thing back.
0: Yeah. You'll have to move the and, MacBook over um, to the, to the right out quite a bit. What? Isn't it on that side? Oh, do
1: you want me to pull? Okay. It is. So um, so I'm listening to these words as I'm driving. There it is. Okay, sorry. No
0: problem.
1: <laughs> um, I had to find where to plug in the little headphone thing. And I'm listening to it. And um, this is one of my favorite songs by Toby Mac. It, it always has been. It's one of his newer ones. I'm looking for him on the playlist. Here he is. And um do I need to play with the volume or anything? Because uh, no. I have it the MacBook is muted. Does it need yeah, to Yeah, do me
0: a favor, go to gspn.tv slash live and Paul, and hit yeah. mute okay. on the on hit the U string. So I'm
1: going here and I'm going to And then
0: unmute the MacBook.
1: Mute and then unmute the MacBook. Yeah. And I'm gonna find the music. Okay. And um So I'm gonna play the song that means um a lot to my heart today and but while but the last thing that i that I wrote in my journal was that I want to be full and focused on him, even in my work mm-hmm. and and so I'm listening to this and and it's not just listening to the music, it's listening to the concert, this is his work, this is what he does, right, and he puts every bit of himself I'm like. I was listening to him, and I'm like, he really leaves a part of himself on that stage. Not just him, but everybody that, that is part of the show, because we have the DVD also, and, and we've watched it. And, um, and so here's the thing, is that I want to live my life as if I was Toby Mac performing a concert. Every moment of my life should be as energy-filled... As that concert was. Right. Are you following me? Are you, I don't know you, that I, I agree
0: so. that every moment of your life should be energy filled like that, but I understand what, you want your life to reflect that more often.
1: My life, every moment, no, I, I disagree. Every moment of my life should be that love for Christ energy filled. Okay. Do you know what? Yes. That's what I mean. This all has to do with, with being full of Him and, and um, desiring Him mm-hmm. in everything that I do. Not just when I'm behind this microphone or that one on Fridays. Um, you know. Everything that I do is for him. Right. Right? Okay. Yep. Now if I could just get the song to play, we'd be okay.
0: Did you unmute I got it? it? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you sure you unmuted it? I,
1: no. I go. thought I did.
0: That's all right. <laughs> Fading, I'm staring at the door. I know it's so because my feet have hit the cold floor. Check my reflection, I ain't feeling what I see. There's no mystery. Whatever happened to a passion I could live for? What became of the flame that made me feel more? And when did I forget that
1: I was made to love you? I was made to find you? I was made just for you? Made
0: to adore you? I was made to love you? Love by you. You were here before me. You were waiting on me, and you said you keep me. Never would you leave me. I was made to love and be loved by you. The dreams alive with my eyes open wide. Back like in the ring, you got me swinging for the grand prize. I feel the haters spitting vapors on my dreams, on my... but I still believe. I'm reaching out. All right. So, so what I was made to love yes. him.
1: That's what I was made for. Right. That's what we were created for. And that's what I want to do in every moment of my life.
0: And, and I want to say what I really loved about chapter three of crazy love last night is not only were we made to love him, but to be loved by, by him. him, which See, is listen, what the song said. Right Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway that that's that's what I really got out of chapter three of Crazy love last night. It was the fact that you know it, it, it was is it this concept that God loves me more than I love my children and why do I forget that and, and there are times when I quote unquote I get it right I get it I've got it but there are times that I just forget it. And I lose it and, and I get so far away from it and so far removed from it. And then all of a sudden I begin to think, well, I feel so guilty about how I've just abandoned God to the to just having second best. right? And and I forget that God just eagerly anticipates me to just say, you know what? I'm sorry, and I love you. Right. Will you forgive me? Absolutely. And and I think of all the ki- things that my kids have ever done, there's nothing they've ever done, and I can't imagine them doing anything that would cause me not to love them. And to think that I'm a better father than God, mm-hmm. just, it, it, it baffles my mind.
1: And then this, this part of the song, um, anything I would give up for you, everything, I'd give it all away. And it's so easy to to in a moment of worship put your hands in the air and sing these words but do you mean it do you mean it in your heart of hearts would you give up everything yeah that's a hard question
0: there are times when
1: there are times when i'd say yes and there are times when i'd say no
0: yeah there are times when i have to say that i want to want it but i don't right and that that's frustrating to me it's frustrating to me, and and you know it, it's the same with in our relationship with each other as husband and wife. I sometimes struggle with a desire to to want to be with you instead of just doing the things that I feel are so urgent and necessary for me to provide for everything. And I feel like everything's you know the weight of the world is on my shoulders. You know. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's alive and transported. That that's the name of that DVD.
1: Yes, it's it's a CD DVD combo. Um, it comes with both the CD and the DVD.
0: All right. Alive so alive and, and, transported. and transported with DVD, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what I've I've got links here that I'm I'm making available. So, um,
1: oh, um Daryl already put it. I just link. got it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, and then um, we'll we'll just call this one Toby Mac. So Toby. Yeah. Mac MAC so what, what I'm gonna do here is we've we've mentioned a couple products and this isn't product placement show but <laughs> although it may seem that way and and by the way Mardell does not pay us to do this at all uh, this is something we're doing because we, these these are products that Stephanie and I there they actually have a lot to do with with you know, sh- who we are and things that we're enjoying. And so this is actually the first family from the heart that I think that we've done three products in one show. In one show. <laughs> but anyway, you can go to GSPN.tv slash crazy love, all lowercase, all one word there. Gspn.tv slash busy moms plural. B-U-S-Y-M-O-M-S. That's for the Busy Moms devotional guide that Stephanie read from. Yes. And then this alive and transported DVD, which by the way, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of Toby Mac's CD released music. Okay. It's just a little too overly produced. Okay. But the, if you go to gspn.tv slash Toby Mac, T-O-B-Y-M-A-C, um, I love the DV, the DVD. And right. of course the, the CD that comes along with it is the music from that. It
1: is, it's the same, right? And
0: it's awesome. I mean, it really it is really good is. stuff.
1: It really is. And, um... You know, I I still have that fondness in my heart for Toby Mack from DC Talk, yes. which was the first time that I ever knew that I could praise God to music that I liked. You know, yeah. it wasn't all about the the Southern gospel that my aunt and uncle listened to. You right. know, that, that there really was something out there that could reach kids. And um, because that's what I wasn't at the time... <laughs> And now my kids get to to worship and praise to not only the same artist but some of the same songs because on the on Alive and Transported he does In the Light which was a major hit um,
0: for DC Talk for DC
1: Talk and also Jesus Jesus Freak, Freak. yeah yeah and um, it is so cool to turn see. Jesus
0: Freak on because it's, it it's got so a different cool sound than the old one
1: my four year old dance around and um and do. Sing Jesus Freak But not only sing I mean I'll, Okay so Okay um, But the Jesus Freak He calls it the Jesus Freak sound When they do the um, The O oh, O oh, O oh, You know what I'm yeah. talking about Okay um, To hear McKenna sing that And you know Call herself a Jesus Freak That's really cool Because this That was my that I think that might have been My first CD that I ever owned like, I had cassette tapes, but I think that that was my first CD. Was yeah. DC Talk. Yeah.
0: That's Jesus awesome. So, so basically, Stephanie, th- this week, a combination you feel that, that God has been really speaking to you through every aspect of life. And that that's what I, I'm hearing because yeah. you're sitting there. You, you shared in Stephanie Unplugged recently about an experience of, of scrubbing the kitchen floor and how that was the probably one of the, I, I would say, the biggest spiritual experience that you've had. Uh, within a couple years, absolutely. Wouldn't you say?
1: I, um, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Now you shared that in Stephanie unplugged. I did, and and so that people don't have to email me for a bunch of different things. Do you, can you share a little bit about that experience?
1: I can. Um, I was. It, it We were leading up to to the lost premiere party. Um, I knew we were going to have a ton of people in the house, and. So I was doing some cleaning, but at the same time, it wasn't about, it wasn't about the lost party. I'm sorry. Get up. Get up. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably gonna have to turn that off to get my full attention. Yep. And um, it, it wasn't about it wasn't about the lost party. Um, and I got asked, I, which I think I talked about on this show before. Megan asked me. Whatever happened to just being yourself? Right. And so I had to explain to her that um, the thing was is that I wasn't liking myself in that moment um, because I am a stay-at-home mom, and I use quotations because I really think a man came up with that term. Um, I think that my house, my house represents a lot of of who I am. Not that I find my worth and value there, but that other people might. Right. Are you following me? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I had been struggling with this, um, just the way that the dust and the the dirt and the grime, um, throughout the house just felt like me. And um, when I was so cleaning the kitchen floor the day before, um, the day before the lost party, I was I was down on now I took the kitchen table out or I had you help me and I'm down on my hands and knees scrubbing the kitchen floor. And, um, we have a white, it's very white linoleum in mm-hmm. the kitchen, um, to which my husband picked out, by the way, just wanted to add that.
0: Thank you. Babe. <laughs> just
1: wanted to point that out. Cliff picked it out. And, um, and so I'm down and I'm, I'm cleaning the floor and it is turning, I mean, the water as I'm scrubbing is just turning black because the creases in the crevices were so nasty and dirty. And God spoke to my heart in that moment and told me I wasn't just cleaning the house that I was cleaning myself because it wasn't, it, it was about obedience. I want so much out of my life. And I think that in the big areas I'm going after it and I'm getting it, but am I being obedient in the little areas, in the little creases and crevices of the kitchen floor? And so, so while I was cleaning the floor, it, it was the picture of cleaning myself, as well. Right. Did all that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. And and so I forgot what your original question was.
0: But well, just just it wasn't necessarily a question. It, it was just okay. to, to share. You know, so so here you are, God speaking to you as you're doing something. As you know, it is, would
1: seem mundane. Yeah, and, and, scrubbing and, the kitchen
0: floor. God yeah. shows up in a way that he rarely even shows up or not that rarely he shows up. God shows up all the time, but uh, r- that, that, that you rarely... connect with God in a way that you would even rarely connect in, in a, an amazing, pro- amazingly produced worship gathering. Absolutely, You connect with God on a much deeper level doing something as, as simple as Cleaning scrubbing the kitchen, the kitchen floor. Yeah. And then you're sitting there, we're having, you know, a weekly book club that we get together and share our thoughts be- regarding some some books that really encourage us in our faith. And and so it speaks to you there. And then you follow it up doing a devotion. And, and it's amazing that that God will speak to you whenever you allow him to. Which
1: is from the... um, Okay, is that the one? All right. Um, devotion I did several weeks ago. It kind of leading up to this, leading up to the whole kitchen floor thing. Um, was about language barriers and the barriers that we put between ourselves and God, and um, what would it take for us to welcome Him with joy rather than surprise? What kind of experience would it take to become so comfortable with our Savior, savior that we expect Him to be there? Because you know, we always say, "Well, well." Um, people talk about when God shows up. God is always there. It's more like when people show up, you know, and so. In that moment, in that moment on the kitchen floor, it wasn't that God showed up. Right. It was that I was still and quiet enough to notice. Right. It, it, he's always there. Um, that's probably the one thing that I've learned more in these two years of, of doing GSPN than, than, um, than anything. Mm -hmm. absolutely is that is that he is always there he has never once not provided and not been there but it's when i slow down or i open my eyes and take notice that he's there yeah and so it was in that moment when i was still and quiet that he spoke to me
0: awesome well, um, I have something that I wanted to share and okay. it has everything to do with, um, you know, what we shared. I think, was it two weeks ago? We we shared it. And actually, I think we've shared over the last two weeks about the Jillian workout and all this other stuff.
1: Right. I, which I totally referenced to in my journal today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, um, you know, I, I'm still struggling in such a big way with my, physical activity, my eating habits, and it's just, it it really is, it's just out of control. And, um, you know, I I have lots of excuses, you know, but the thing is, is there were, how do I have five months of my life where I succeed and fire on all cylinders? And sure, with some minor hiccups, minor setbacks, but still overcoming them and moving forward with great momentum and everything. But all of a sudden, you know, I get sick in November, I get sick, you know, I'm sick in or no, I'm not sick in November. I I'm, I'm just busy and 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 let things get out of focus in November and December, sick in January, and then just busy again. And then all of a sudden it just seems like all those things I've trained myself to do, um, you know, I've I've kind of forgotten so much of it or at least forgotten how good I felt when I do take the time to um to have this day this set aside time for physical activity and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and then I'm thinking you know okay maybe the last chance workout there I mean it was to the point where that thing was just kicking me in the butt and I mean literally almost passed out at the end of those big ones I mean it's that that much and of course some of it's you know did it do that because it's too much or did it, did it do that because I'm still not completely healed from all this bronchitis and I'm not able to breathe enough you know maybe it's a combination of both but I'm sitting here thinking you know what maybe for me I need to get back into this I've been out of it for a long time maybe trying to commit to a 6 week you know you know program such as the last chance work maybe that's not where I need to jump right back in and so that, that's something that I've just been thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your thoughts are there, but maybe that was just a little ambitious of me okay. to jump in and say that. Now, the thing is, is, I want to get to the place where I can do those without feeling like I'm ready to pass out. But I'm just now getting to the point where I can record an hour-long podcast where at the end of it, I can still go,
1: <sighs> right.
0: without wheezing, you right. know, and, it, it's, and I'm still coughing. I mean, there, there's still a lot of coughing there. So... <laughs> you know now that i'm thinking about <laughs> coming then all of a sudden i cough but anyway i, I I'm, I'm struggling with that it's like is it just excuses or are they valid right you know that I'm, I'm struggling with that and then also i'm i know that i am you know i, I, I i'm finally at inbox zero again <laughs> thank goodness Thank goodness uh but um caught up i'm getting caught up with things things are looking pretty good there's always a lot of work to be done but i'm feeling pretty good but over the last couple of weeks i've been really stressed. You know, and not stressed like their like anxiety that the world's coming to an end, kind of stressed and stuff like that. It's just, it's just you know nonstop. I've always got 15, 25 urgent, very important things that need to be done, and um, and, and Professor Allen is, is right. He's saying that reasons are not always necessarily excuses, and and so I that's that's where I you know there are some reasons, and and some of them I use as excuses though. There are times when it's like, okay, now would be a perfect time to go do this. And then I actually do fall back and use right. one as an excuse. Right. Uh, but anyway, with the stress, though, I found myself turned to emotional eating Okay. again. You know, it's just like all of a sudden, you know, I feel like oh, all this pressure. And then all of a sudden I'm done working for the day. And, the, and it's like, man, to reward myself. I'm going to sit down with a comfort food and I'll turn to it's like "Mm, I want something salty and so I'll find something salty and then it's like oh that that satisfied that craving now I want something sweet and then I turn to something sweet and I'm like but wait a second now I feel great but now I feel miserable right because now there's this quote-unquote what Jillian Michaels would call (laughs) self-loathing that goes along with it and Maggie sent an article she forwarded an article from uh, her, you know, she's subscribed to the Jillian, Jillian Michael's newslet- newsletter. I think you get that too. Don't you?
1: I get the email.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. Yeah. The news, okay. yeah the, via email. Anyway, she said, this is something she forwarded to me and I just thought I'd share it here on family from the heart. How do you, how, how to deal with the cause of your emotional eating? Do high stress situations send you straight to the fridge? Yes. <laughs> if you think the solution uh, to a problem with your boss can be found at the bottom of a pint of ice cream, uh, then pay attention. Food is not the solution to whatever it is that's making you feel sad, angry, pressured, or anxious. In fact, unhealthy emotional eating leads to weight gain and self loathing. The key to stopping this kind of eating is to identify and understand your triggers. One way is to start keeping a journal or use an online food diary to record not only what you eat, but how you feel when you eat it. This is then you have to work on dealing with your emotions without food. To break the self destructive cycle of emotional eating, you have to create awareness and then implement a game plan. Here's how. Before you eat anything, I want you to ask yourself two questions. Are you hungry? Well, for first of all, that's a difficult question because anytime I have a craving, I've, asso- I've associated to that 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 craving to I'm hungry, right? You know, so and and, and it's weird because there will be times when I'm I, I'm completely satisfied in the physical realm, and I've ate all that I can and should eat, and then all of a sudden. Something triggers something and all of a sudden I have a desire for a sweet snack or a salty snack. And while I'm not hungry, I feel an unquenchable hunger. So (laughs) it's like, so it's for me, it's like asking myself, are you hungry? I need to, you know, uh, maybe instead of saying that because I've, I've disassociated the true meaning of the word hungry. You know, because hungry is, is there an intense desire for food right now? <laughs> that, that, that's what hungry means to me. right? But, you know, so maybe I'm going to modify the question to what she's really asking. But for me, I'm going to say, does your body require fuel at this time? <laughs> you know, that for me, that's right. the question I'm going to ask.
1: Well, see, and I'm always hungry, even after I eat a mm-hmm. meal that I know is the correct portions. Even if I overeat at a meal, mm-hmm. I'll still be hungry when I'm finished. I like I never get that full satisfied feeling that people talk about.
0: Well, and that's why I'm switching the definition instead of saying, are you hungry? The question is, does your body need does your body need fuel at this moment? Something
1: that I have trained myself to ask. Yes. Yes.
0: So and then the next question is, are you depressed or anxious? Then ask the following question. Can you find an appropriate way to address the whatever emotions you're uncover you've uncovered instead of suppressing them for example if you have an argument with your mother you can call her and, or can you call her and talk through it if you're feeling anxious about a work or school related deadline can you break down the work into manageable parts so that each time you finish a part you feel more on top of it If you can address the emotion in the moment by acting on it directly and positively, seize the opportunity to do so. And for me, what this means, you know, like I'm sitting here looking at, you know, more than 200 emails in my inbox. You know, and what do I do? It's like, you know what? I am, this week I felt like I did a little bit of both. I was like, man, there's a lot of stress and I'm just, uh, you know, got to get this done. And I would go and I'd take breaks and I would, every time I had a break, I would want a snack to kind of... Like reward myself, and it's like, man, that's that's just wrong,
1: right? Because you, you know? don't reward with food, and I
0: don't care what the what the folks on Biggest Loser say when the extra gum. Yeah, the
1: extra gum not so working so much. Yeah,
0: all it does is give me a a, <laughs> a desire is, for more flavor.
1: I was going to say, all it does is make my jaw ache. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know.
0: Anyway, uh, so the okay, so basically, but what I have found is that you know what, I'm not going to get everything done right now. So, what am I going to do? I'm going to, and, and I've created things called labels. And it's like, okay, I'm going to deal with all of the things related to plus membership. Those, that's the task I'm going to do right now. And so that I am at this particular, you know, I've broken my inbox into different tasks. These are clients that want to order equipment. These are clients who want this. This is, pe- these are listeners who wrote in about this. This is, and those are all marked with tags and stuff like that. And I was able to take those and w- work on those once they're categorized, and then I was able to say, okay, now I'm dealing with this. And it really helped me get it all done. But anyway, that was helpful. But still, Jillian, going back to her email, says, using food as an anesthetic is easy in the short term, but extremely detrimental in the long term. Looking problems in the eye is difficult, but once you begin to probe beneath your behavior and analyze your feelings, it gets easier and easier. So, first of all, I want to say this: I struggle with self-medication using food as an anesthesia to reduce stress. Okay, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it's not healthy, and I recognize it. And even when I was doing extremely well, it was easier for me to to um, to not do that because, well, gosh, I'm doing so great that why mess it up with, you know, you know, taking this anesthesia, you know, I, I'm just going to deal with it. Right. And when I was actually more, when I was going, um, when I was more on the, on, when I was on the horse and I was riding and things are, I had a great stride, you know, before I fell off the horse again, uh, when things are going good, it's so easy to keep that momentum to keep me from falling. But man, when I'm struggling to get that momentum going again, I will tell you, it's very difficult for me to overlook the quick and easy fix of an anesthesia known as food, and and of course, you know, I, I'm slowly putting on a pound here, you know, this week, and I've slowly put on a couple pounds over the last couple weeks, and it's just like, wait a second, I'm going in the wrong direction here, and so, um, Jillian's tip of the day, she says, you versus emotionally eating, it's important to have. An arsenal of recovery behaviors to manage emotions healthy emotions in healthy ways. Try engaging in a hobby you enjoy, reaching out to a loved one for support, or experimenting with incompatible behaviors. Uh, which which is let's see here which is behavior, let's see which is a behavior that steers you away from the self destructive behavior. For example, exercise, take a hot bath, get your nails done. I never Sweet. thought about that one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> doing things that make you feel uh, beautiful or make you feel less inclined to binge. So I just wanted to share with you guys that, you know, I got all gung-ho. And it's like we, we announced that we're doing the six-week workout. And, and I just wanted to share with you guys, you know what? I'm not there. Right. I'm not there. And I'm struggling with that. But you know what? I'm okay with that. And I wanted to share it with you, let you guys know, and let you know that I'm struggling with this emotional eating stuff, and it, and it's really biting me in the butt, and I don't like it. So, anyway.
1: cool. Well, not cool, but... No, it's not cool, cool. that you shared. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. That kind of thing.
0: Stephanie's all over there connecting with God, having, you know, this amazing, you know... But
1: I still feel, I, I still, I, I fail and fall short every day.
0: I know. We all do. But anyway, and then Professor Allen says in the rat uh, in the chat room in the rat room in the rat in the rat room in the <laughs> chat room, rut row. All right. This is so true. He says first half of 2005 equals stress stressing over whether I'd be tenured and trying to sell a house. Second half of 2005 equals my mom got sick and passed away just before Thanksgiving. I put on 20 20 plus pounds that year. And and, and that's
1: I'm, we we medicate with food. We do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and I never thought of about it actually call. I mean, I've heard of you know self medicating, but actually calling it an an, an, an anesthetic, right? It, it, and when I think of anesthetic, what is that? Something it's something that numbs the pain. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's something that numbs. It. it makes you not feel. Right. And and that's I you know and and it's like well duh I know that I know that this all this but man just reading it and coming to terms with it you know that's exactly I'm a, I I'm trying to avoid my feelings. I'm trying to avoid. The pressures, and yes, the window's open.
1: My feet are freezing. I
0: know, we'll close it. But anyway, that that's that's all I have. Okay. I, I just wanted to share that, and I want to say thank you to Maggie for sending that in to me. It, okay. You know, it, it was a blessing to have that as one of my 200 emails.
1: I really like the Jillian video. Um, I haven't done it this week. Mm-hmm. My week has been so, a week has been so out of whack yep. with the kids being here, which is my reason not my excuse. Right. My excuse is I was just too darn lazy to get up and turn it on. Yeah. And, um, but I, I'm hoping that I'll, I will fall back into it and and go back at it.
0: And you know what? Here, here's what I want to say.
1: But even with my workouts, I've been staying within my calories. So.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. What I want to say, though, is that I don't know that, would you be mad at me if I don't commit to doing it with you every day? No. Because I felt like, I, I felt a lot of stress and pressure to do that.
1: You're the one who made the commitment. I,
0: I know. <laughs> I know. But what, I, what I'm finding is like, man, I really miss the opportunity to get physical activity in other ways. Well, see, the thing is, do both. Is Yeah, that's great. If I have that amount of time every day. Make it. <laughs> nice. Listen to you. Ah, uh, Anyway, I don't want the easy way out.
1: That is my goal. My goal is to be getting up in the morning and doing the Jillian and going back to the Y in between taking... Megan and Matt to school and when I take McKenna to school like that is my goal that is what See, I'm that's working forward. that's
0: when you want to do the work or when do you want to do the Jillian when in it, the
1: morning before I wake the kids up
0: before you wake the kids up mm-hmm. it, if you could if I would I would wake up if you said at if you got up at that time what's that six o'clock seven yeah, o'clock six six o'clock so Six thirty.
1: 30 something like that
0: yeah if if we could start the dvd at 6 30 I would do it now. I may not be able right now. I still right. Uh, you
1: still are having a hard time breathing. I, still, I know. I yep. still
0: have that, so I don't know that I'll be able to. Th- there's that last circuit on the last chance workout that I don't know that I can keep up on. Mm-hmm. But at 6:30 in the morning, I can do it. It was just the doing it between, you know, the the eight o'clock or, or no the, what was it the nine o'clock hour that that's I just can't do it at that right. time. But the 6:30 I could do. I know. And I'll do it with you.
1: Like I said, that's all my right. goal.
0: Anyway, folks, th- this episode has my way been there. this episode has been all over the place. But I
1: hope isn't that how life is though.
0: It is. It is. I saw Brent Green say earlier in the chat, and he's like, "Well, there's not a topic today. I'm out of here."
1: That's not. That's not what he said. Oh, uh, what would he say? He had mentioned earlier talking about grace when we um, oh. talking about grace when you're falling short. Um, what about grace when you aren't living? the way you want to okay and then he says okay grace isn't a topic today
0: oh oh yeah. oh okay got it yeah i see i just caught the end of the conversation right. i thought maybe he was just like man this is a boring show okay professor allen says it's a good show well
1: that would be All his right. opinion and nothing more than his opinion
0: i know sometimes i worry. and i lead
1: a boring life so. Stop. Stop. i
0: love your ability to not care what every single person thinks
1: I, I don't care what every single person thinks I know. because I love that about you. But I did get flustered on Saturday. A comment was made in the chat room directly about me and it was a joke, but it flustered me and I it had a did. hard time getting past it. And um, so it's not that I never get bothered by what people say. Right. But I'm I was made to love him.
0: Yeah. And, to be, and him. to be loved by him And to
1: be loved by him. Um, and grace is for a whole nother day okay that's just the whole i mean cool because the message that i had to share today wasn't about where god grants me grace in my life it was about him calling me to stop falling short
0: <laughs> nice hey everybody until next time join, join the, the community, community.